Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips, brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm your host, Carter, and I'm here with one of our team members, Kyle Coots, from the other side of the world. What's going on, Kyle? Not much, hanging in. How you doing? We're, uh, yeah, let, let, I'm good, man. Let listeners know where you're at. Yeah, I'm uh, currently over here in somewhat sunny Okinawa, Japan. Okinawa, Japan. Hanging out, man. Dreaming about uh, Western hunting back in the States. Yeah, yeah, we had talked a little bit. I've been living vicariously through the team, seeing all the <laughs> photos of all the the awesome hunts they went on this year and just eager to get back and get into it. Heck yeah. So um, for, for context, uh, after our uh, application season tips episode that we uh, just dropped, came out we talked about wyoming colorado montana primarily um and kind of the draw applications and some prices and application dates you need to be aware of um turns out a lot of people are passionate about other states as well and we want to get to um all the states that we can if if that helps um, some listeners decide where they're going to start building points or when they need to apply if that can be helpful um that's what we want to do here so um that's our objective so today Right, we're in the midst of application season that's going to be open pretty much through May for various states around the country. Um, and today we're talking about, well, we're going to kick it off with Arizona, aren't we, Kyle? That's right. Kick it off with Arizona. And you've had some uh, pretty sweet success in the great state of Arizona as far as your hunting uh, adventures have gone, man, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've been pretty fortunate there. Um, there's tons of opportunity, you know, whether it's big game, small game, waterfowl. It's a, it's an amazing state for sure, and it's definitely something I think needs to be explored more by the general public. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And you know, as people kind of start developing. Um, what their application strategy is for their particular did i cut out yeah okay and you know as people kind of choose their strategy for their particular application um process based on their uh, budget and time allocation and things like that um we just want to talk about some opportunities out there that people should consider looking at. And uh, you are a firm believer in the state of Arizona, for sure. And anybody who's interested in hunting mule deer and elk, that should be on your list. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, top-notch, like, world-class, big giant elk and big giant mule deer. Um, and oftentimes different... Uh, What's a topography, I guess, than maybe you would picture for like the the mountains of Colorado or like the not that Arizona doesn't get snow, but um, the you know the the mountains of Mont Western Montana and things like that. It can be a little different landscape, um, and Arizona set up for well growing big giant elk and big giant mule deer as well as coos deer, right? Which are really cool. I want to hunt a coos, coos deer. Yeah, yeah, I had an interesting run in with a big coos buck. Um, didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, uh, <laughs> but, but that's hunting. Um, yep. It was cool to just experience it and just see that, that subspecies over there. Yeah. 
Well, let's jump right into it, dude. So I started building points in 2018 um, after watching an episode of Meat Eater where he went antelope hunting in Wyoming and that kind of got my wheels turning to learn how this process works. I was like, I want to do that. Let's figure this out. And based on my, what I could budget at the time, actually, that's not true. My first year, I bought a point in every state possible. Every state that had a preference point or bonus point, I bought a point. And then I very quickly realized, I was like, you need to have a plan here because (laughs) financially, this is bananas, right? So um, I actually let my foot off the gas on a couple states like Arizona. Um, After looking at draw odds, I was like, oh man, you're not going to draw an elk tag for a while as a non-resident, but that may not be the the case there there may be some hidden gems in there as well but for the most part it's you need some points to draw elk tag in, in that state right um there's you know it's it's like a lot of states they have your average run-of-the-mill units and then they have what some would consider trophy units um where a lot of outfitters work out of and that's typically what you see on you know, TV, social media, those big outfitters killing monster 400-inch bulls on the regular. Yeah. Um, those units are certainly tougher to draw, and you need points, and there's ways to work it. And, you know, it's not to discourage anyone. There's always that chance that, that you do get it, and that's great. Um, but prioritizing, I think, is huge because the unit that I put in for – I got drawn my first year. I had no points. I, I, I put in for a unit that was considered undesirable. Everyone said, yeah, you're going to see a bunch of raghorns or spikes, and that's about it. And then I killed a you know a decent 6x6 six six in that unit on the first day of the season. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely prioritizing. Are you there to kill an elk or are you trying to go on a hunt of a lifetime get the the elk of your your dreams or are you just trying to kill one right yeah that's cool man um lots of opportunity there so let's start at the beginning let's look at some dates what dates do we need to pay attention to yeah so that's super important um and that's kind of why i reached out and jumped on the opportunity to hit arizona because we are in a time crunch right now so the, the draw opens mid to late January, and it closes February 6th, the application okay. does. So we're getting very close to the end of the application for Arizona. Yeah, so now's the time to be thinking about it. And something cool that I like about Arizona is if you're like, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to draw, I don't have any points or whatever, uh, go ahead and apply because you you could have a chance like you did where – you draw anyways, right? Which would be sweet. Um, yep. Or the state gives you a bonus point if you're unsuccessful in the draw. Yep. So you can elect to choose your hunts, put in an application, hope to get drawn. And if you don't get drawn, you still accrue a bonus point, uh, which which I think is cool. And then, like in my case, being over here, overseas, <clears throat> um I elect to just get a bonus point. So it's significantly cheaper. I pay $13 and I just accrue a bonus point. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, Can you talk about the bonus point system a little bit for Arizona? 
Yep. So it's a like a blended system. They do have the random draw, but the bonus points are basically the more points you have, the more times your name goes into the hat. So it's it's not like some other western states that have a preference point system. The the bonus point is simply just the more you have, the more entries you have. Yep, more times your name goes in the hat. Whereas Colorado being a true preference point system, the the tags will be allocated to the person who holds the highest number of preference points and then move its way down for however many tags there are. But here, you, you got a chance. Yep, for sure. There's always always a chance to draw for anybody. Always a chance, man. You're telling me there's a chance. That's cool. <laughs> um like uh, like a lot of other states, right? You got to have your hunter's education. Um, I believe there's a fifteen dollar application fee. But um, can we run through some of the prices for for some of these? Uh, yeah, yeah. Cow- so um, at the time of application, you do have to have a hunting license in Arizona. Um, so for a non-resident, the general hunting license is one hundred sixty dollars, um, and then the application fee. Um, is 15 for non-residents so that's what you owe up front you know about 175 bucks at the time of application and then if you get drawn that's when you will get charged um the for elk it's 665 dollars for a Mm non-resident which you know that's still cheaper than other western states and i know some western states you owe all of that at the application, which is not yep. the case for Arizona. So if you draw, you pay. Yep. I like that. Wyoming makes you pay up front and then they hold that money hostage. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you so, don't draw, they refund it, but I like yeah. that system a little better. So a non-resident applying to Arizona, when you put in that application, you're looking at about $175. And then a couple months down the track when the results come out if you get drawn you will owe that 600 something perfect so elk is that what about what are we looking at for deer yep deer um for non-res the tag the general license remains the same the tag though is 315 dollars, and that deer tag is not species specific so you can kill a mule deer or a coos deer with that tag. That's interesting. Knowing nothing about the state, are there units where that's obviously a possibility where you see mule deer and coos deer? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I've definitely okay. seen both in the same hunt. Okay, that's if really cool. Go, you know, would, yeah, they they kind of break Arizona. It's a it's a cool state in that the the landscape varies drastically from the north to the south. Uh, obviously the south being sharing a border with mexico it's it resembles that (laughs) yeah and then you go up you go up north you get you know prescott flagstaff places like that or the big mountains and the pines and the timbers and the alpine hunting that's really cool how do seasons work um in arizona are there seasons like there are in Colorado where it's like first rifle, second rifle, third rifle, like is there, does it go archery, muzzleloader, rifle, or how does that kind of breakdown work? They do. Um, So it's not, 
you know, being from the East Coast, I'm used to like, I can start hunting this day and I stop hunting two months from now. Um, Not the case there. You, my hunt was five days long. So the tag that I drew, I had from this date in November to this date in November, I had five days to get it done. And that's how um, the hunt numbers, when you actually apply, you do have to go into the, the regulations and look at what hunt you're applying for because each archery hunt, each muzzleloader, each rifle hunt is broken down into a time block like that. Okay. So definitely want to pay attention and not put in for something you are actually not available for when you're doing yeah. these applications. Cool. What else you got for Arizona? Um, so the, the application process is broken down into two um, time slots, I guess. Right now, we are in the elk and pronghorn application season. Um, and then bear, turkey, javelina, they have a different application season uh, as well as deer. So deer, the deadline is June 6th. So that one opens, um, I think, April. So if you're looking to hunt mule deer or coos deer in Arizona, that application season hasn't opened yet. Okay. So pronghorn, Uh, elk immediately, and then deer. Yep. And like we we already said, February 6th is the cutoff for elk and pronghorn. Um, But for leftover tags, uh, if if there are any, um, that's March 18th is the deadline. And that's mail-in only. So you actually have to fill out the application, print it off, and mail it in to the state. They want to see how committed you are. Yep, that's right. (laughs) I like that. I like leftover tags a lot. Um, You can oftentimes pick up a a good tag in a lot of these states. They want to sell the tags, right? Mm -hmm. Things happen. Um, Can you turn in tags in Arizona? Is that how they have them, or are they just tags that aren't drawn? Uh, you can turn in tags. Um, that's that's a pretty cool one. They're pretty, uh, I would say, lenient about it. You can turn in your tag up until the day before your hunt starts. Okay. Uh, wow. And and what's cool about that is if I had eight points, drew a tag, and then life happened, I can't go on that hunt, I can turn that tag in and... I'll get reimbursed the the tag fee. Um, The license and application fee is non-refundable, but they will reinstate those bonus points that I had. Wow, that's very generous. Yep. That's cool. All right, Arizona's moving up on my list, man. Glad it's (laughs) on my radar now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and they uh, actually, a new update they made this year is e-tags so you know they used to mail you your tag pretty pretty normal you harvest an animal you got to tag it with a physical tag now they have the uh, arizona e-tag app so you can actually get all your tags electronically tag your animal electronically do the hunter survey all that on your phone that's huge actually because you know, you can lose a piece of paper. I always have anxiety about where my tag is when I'm in Wyoming or Colorado. And not a lot of Western states have gotten on board with the concept of e-tags, right? But like, I feel like that's one thing we do well on the East Coast. In Georgia, it's all done. You can do it all on your phone, right? You can have it all there. 
you tag your deer in the field there. Um, I think that's brilliant, right? Everybody's got a phone in their pocket nowadays. So that's a, that's a huge plus for sure. Yeah. I know when I drew my, my elk tag and it came in the mail, I was like, just short of putting it in a black briefcase handcuffed yeah. to my wrist. Yeah. Like I didn't want to trying to pack for the hunt and like, I'm trying to maintain this one tag that I have and you can yeah. pay for a replacement, but now with that it's all electronic and it's a good deal. Yeah, that's a good point. Here's a tip for anybody who is hunting in a state that you do have a paper tag. Um, take it in your carry on. I learned that the hard way on a, uh, Colorado hunt and my bag was lost. It didn't show up. It didn't make it on the plane <clears throat> and I didn't have a tag. Right. So like you're out of luck. You've paid for the, you paid for the tag. You've drawn the tag. You've paid for the flight. You've paid for the rental car. You've done all this, but if you don't have a tag, you ain't hunting. Right. <laughs> I was like panicking, right? But luckily it showed up a couple hours later, but keep it in your carry-on. That's what uh that's what Cole does, so that's a good move right there. Yeah, and another uh, another you know, tip for Arizona is they do point guard. Mm. Uh, and that's you can do $10 per application uh or I think it's $25 and it covers you for three application seasons. Um but you know, that is what will reinstate your bonus points if you surrender your tag. So that's just a little add on there. It's, it's not automatic. You do have to buy point guard, but it's $10. So why not? It's, it's an upcharge, which I respect, uh, but one you need. Might as well, yep. right? Yep. Um, another interesting thing with the points is they do a shared point system for group mm. applications. So if, if Kyle and Carter want to go hunt elk and I have eight points and you have zero points, if we put in a group application, we both get in with four points. Love that. Um, so that's, you know, we apply together. They take the average of the group points. I like that a lot. Colorado does not do that. Wyoming does do that. But Colorado, if you apply as a party, and I'm sure thousands of guys have done this they'll take the person with the lowest number of points and that will be yep. the party average and i'm sure yep. people have gotten smoked with that so that is a great tip for arizona yep and if you got a buddy yep. that has points and you have none yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah um the other one thing i love about arizona is you can start buying if you have kids you can start buying them points at 10 years old yep Absolutely. Which is huge. I'm going to start doing that for my daughters in every Western state, but especially Arizona, right? Like if she can have the hunt of a lifetime, if she can start when she's 10, right? I started when I was 23, right? Yeah. And if she can have a 13 year jump on the game, like that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's far less daunting once you just get in and do it. Like I said, my wife, um, I think she has three points for elk, deer. She has more bighorn sheep points than I do. She yeah. really wants to hunt, you know, the desert bighorn. Um, and I, I guarantee you once all three of my kids hit 10 years old, they're going to, I'm putting them in for points. And that's, oh yeah, you know, why not? And yeah. And like you said, by the time they're 18, they could have eight points towards a trophy unit to kill the bull of, 
what would be a bowl of a lifetime for us, they might get two or three opportunities at that. So right. it's definitely a good deal. I'll have to decide if I think uh, it's justifiable for them to get a shot at it at, at 18 or if they need to grind, <laughs> grind it out like I did, you know? Yep. <laughs> no, yep. for sure. Um, and a little on, on the draw odds. So I went through and just skimmed through the 2023 draw odds and, like we said, some of those units that they might consider trophy units, the draw odds were as low as 0.3%. And then there's other units there where it did have 100% draw odds. So there's zero points. Yeah, there's so there's something for everybody, basically. If you want to hunt, you can. Yep. Yeah, that's good. If you just want to go, which I highly recommend, right? Like my call to action is go on the trip. If you just want to get experience and not wait 17 years for a trophy unit, apply with zero, right? What are you going to lose? Yeah. At a minimum, you get a bonus point and you just keep keep accruing those and you will draw the tag eventually. Um, and on their, on their website, I know a lot of states do this, but you can go through each unit and it will tell you like the health of the herd, where they're most concentrated at, um, areas to focus. And that, that's good. Cause I, I had the, you know, the luxury of living there. So I could take a long weekend, pack the family up and we could go camp in an area that I was, you know, potentially hunting and right. do scouting that way. But that's not the case for a lot of people. A lot of people are living on the East coast or in the Midwest and they don't have the luxury of going to these States and scouting. So e-scouting is big um like i said the arizona website has the breakdown of every unit and it basically gives you some breadcrumbs to follow uh points you in the right direction obviously once you get there you got to do the hard work but but it gives you a good point to start how would you rate the arizona game and fish website um as far as it's just like ease of operating and navigating um because a lot of states their fishing game website is less than fantastic so how is theirs just from an operating standpoint yeah i, I didn't really have a, an opinion on it um but i went in to buy points in wyoming and i noticed wyoming's <laughs> game and fish website like it looks like it's windows 98 like you're yeah. about to start playing a oregon trail or something oregon trail. <laughs> Um, so after seeing some other states, um, even my home state of Pennsylvania, I buy elk points in Pennsylvania. Uh, I think Arizona is far ahead with their website. I think that's important, especially nowadays. And like, you want to make, you, you want as easy of a transaction as possible. And some states just haven't got with the program yet. Right. Like the e-tags and just like, Hey, update yeah. your website. Like it's 2024 like we can have a good website yeah the arizona game and fish it's a very user-friendly website and it basically points you there's links everywhere so if you're not in the right place it'll say in order to put in for this application you must purchase a license here and it'll have a link and that will take you straight to the the web page to buy a license and yeah it's very user-friendly I like that. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah. What else, anything else you got for Arizona? Any other hot uh, tips? Yeah. The last thing is the, the loyalty point, 
um, which is big. So there's two ways to obtain a lifetime loyalty point. You can either do the Arizona hunter safety course, which um, I respect. It's awesome. I, I'm not, I don't know if other states do it this way, but you do the online portion and then you have to schedule an, an in-person field portion mm. where you actually go out with uh, the game and fish employees and they take you through basically everything you learned online. They show you in person and, you know, they bust out the 22s and you get to shoot a little bit and, and it's cool, um, especially for, for kids who are getting into it. It, it just gives them like a firsthand approach to, to hunter safety. Um, yep. And by completing that, they get a lifetime loyalty point, which is a bonus point that never goes away. Um, and then the other way uh, is the Ethically Hunting Arizona online course. Uh, I forget how much it is for non-residents. I know for residents, I paid $150. Um, and you take this fairly long online course. It's not like you can just hop on, do it, and you're done. It, it takes a little bit. Um, but that secured a bonus point in my portal forever. So any application I do for any species, I'm always going in with one bonus point. That's really cool. I, I don't know of any other state that does that. There may be states out there, but I've never heard of that. And that's, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's open to non-residents. You just got to hop on there. Obviously you got to pay a little more. That's, that's just part of the game. Um, but yeah, you can go in and always have one point ahead. All right. I'm sold. If I want to buy preference points, do you do it now during the application process at the same time or is yes. it a different part of the yep, year? You so do it now. Same thing, just like you're applying for a tag. Um, but there's an option in there and that goes back to the user-friendly website. It, it brings you to a, a, a divergent in the path. And it just says, would you like to select hunts or would you like to purchase a point only? And if, if you know you're not going to be able to hunt this year, you select point only. And that's all. You pay your whatever fee and then your $15 for that bonus point and you're done. You got your point for Arizona. But yes, that does close February 6th as well. All right. Fantastic. I'm doing that tonight. I'm jumping on it. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to miss out any more years. I should have had seven points by now. Yeah. Don't. Well, Gotta once start. I get back from here, we'll, we'll put something together and we'll go in with some points. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. I love it. Um, yeah, I love it, dude. I know you wanted to talk about another state as well. Um, but let's save it. Let's save it for the next episode, man. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll keep them hanging. Yeah. I've got a, couple other states with some cool tips and a couple other countries yeah there's the teaser right there there's yep. the teaser yeah so listeners you know if you like this kind of i guess it's turning into a series if you want us to keep going through application season um, for various states you know shoot us a message on instagram at the hunt lift Eat podcast um let us know give us some feedback what states do you want to hear about what questions do you have um we're happy to tackle those and Kyle, appreciate you uh, donating your expertise here, man. You've, you've got me fired up about another state, which is sweet. Yep, so it's all about. That's right, dude. That's right, dude. Well, cool, man. You got anything else for us? 
Uh, no, I mean, one last thing I would say is in six months, you're either going to have six months of results or six months worth of excuses. So if you're on the fence of should I apply or I don't know, not this year, just go ahead and do it. Sorry, I froze for a second. That's my bad. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Hit me with that again. In six months, you'll have six months of results or? Yeah. So in six months, you're either going to have six months of results or six months of excuses. So if you're on the fence of should I or should I not do this, I don't know if it's right for me, just go ahead and do it. Yep. Always. You won't regret it. Go on the trip. Take yep. the adventure, for sure. Sweet dude. Well, I appreciate it. Arizona, check it out. Elk and Pronghorn, February 6th, closes. Time's ticking. So, yeah, as always, appreciate the hell of you guys. Appreciate you, Kyle, for jumping on here at 9 a.m. your time, man. So, <laughs> hope you enjoy My the rest of your Anytime. day. <laughs> appreciate it, dude. We'll talk to you. Listeners, we'll talk to you next week.